Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint, as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another beer-tastic voyage. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Beer-Tastic Voyage. My name's Kevin. I'm Mark. And I'm Justin. Oh my god, it happened. It went back to the way it was. I feel uh, better now. The stars have aligned. Yes. Everything's at ease. Yeah, I feel I feel much more at home and comfortable. Agreed. Especially on our, our new, yep, well, new, new, new to you guys kitchen table thing. It's very slick. I'm worried that my beer is going to slide. Just like slide off? Yeah, I, I miss our towel. <laughs> it, <laughs> I know it was really classy at all, but it, it, it did serve some great purpose. It was kind of like a good felt on a on a card table like you got to have that there otherwise things go flying i might have to uh shim the 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 um the legs a lot like i had to shim our uh the board our, our uh, audio board so that uh, everything slides slowly towards kevin throughout the whole episode just and then so by the end you me. just see him on the video just going like this and just catching stuff like i love lucy <laughs> i'm gonna be shoving beer bottles down my shirt <laughs> choke this one before it crashes don't worry oh that'd be good Anyway, today we are drinking some more from Port Jeff Brewing Company. This making this the third time we have joined uh, Port Jeff Brewing Company's beers. And I believe it's episodes 1 and 29. That we is correct. The research revealed? Yes. So 1 and 29. There you go. So Port Jeff Brewing Company, volume 3. Yes. Um, we have a really interesting collection of stuff from them today. We have an oatmeal stout. That is barrel aged, and then two sour offerings from them. So really excited to try this stuff because it really seems as a departure from what they've done in the past. I mean, I, I can't say how far in the past, but at least as long as we've been doing this, I haven't seen um, you know a bottle release like this. And also, I haven't um, the two of the beers are sours, and I don't know how yeah. often they release sours. Yeah, yeah, I don't specifically remember previous sour releases from Port Jeff, but that was the main reason. Uh, why we went down there to get these because i mm-hmm. i saw the two sours on the on the social meds and i was like i need to have these and i and i like the mini cork bottles that they have they're kind of cool looking yeah the mini mini belgians yeah i i enjoy those bottles they uh, are cool looking to me 375 milliliters Ouch. They, they are really cool but i'm sad in my pants that i can't reuse them because at yeah. this point with the number of <laughs> brews that mark and i have going we were in desperate need of bottles yeah <laughs> but, i mean the other thing is if we could just buy a, you know, the twirly thing for the cage. I feel like I could just do it with like a ten penny nail, just like just spin yeah. it like a propeller. Yeah, but the the, you know, the tool, whatever the hell it's called, goes faster. Yeah. Also, we would make really good social media. That would be a really cool boomerang on Instagram. The <laughs> spinning it. Yeah, the spin, the spinning it. What have you set up? What if, can you like play with it and maybe put like one nail through another, you know, through another something and then hook it into a drill bit. Cause if it's on a, if it's on a power drill, it's much more fun. It is, but I guarantee you, I would snap like 12 cages. Like you would, it would hit, it would just like shred the cage. All right, <laughs> fine. We'll use my Dremel. That'll work better. Yeah. So Mark's Dremel will definitely work better. Cause it's really slow. <laughs> mine, mine has an adjustable speed. Ooh. Technically Mark's mine has too. a high and a yeah. low. Yeah. yeah. He, Mark, Mark has slow and then shitty slow. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely useless slow. Okay. I, I, I warned you yesterday before you, you started did. using yeah, it. Yeah, I definitely should have been trying to cut a stainless steel bolt for this table yeah, okay. with that. It took two te- two attempts. It did work, though, so it's not like it didn't work. We were no, good. but, yeah. you know, it's, I don't know, 15 years old about. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the battery, it's like, I only have the one battery, and it doesn't hold the charge that great anymore. Uh, yeah. It's at that point. And like... it's used infrequently, so generally the battery is dead, so I end up finding another way to get it done without it. 
Yes. That was the one thing. That was one of the things that I did go with when I made sure I was getting mine. I'm like, I want the wire. I don't want battery. Just get me the It's got to be hardwired. Yes. I just I just don't trust the battery power tools. See, I wanted it. Not that I use them that often, but I just don't trust them. I wanted the wireless just because I didn't want the weight of the wire, like pulling the back of the unit down. Yeah. Because I bought it for, you know cutting arms and shit on warhammer 40k figures yeah and i did like it's so fine detail work I, to begin with i didn't want the extra weight of the the cord you know pulling it back on me all the time that makes perfect sense beer time yes beer time um so we are starting off with the starboard oatmeal stout it is a barrel aged oatmeal stout um yeah it's the barrel aged version of their of their regular oatmeal stout okay yeah nothing else uh, going on with this I don't think so. No, no, yeah, I believe that is it. And, and yes, Kevin, I would agree with you before we started recording. You said it smells like grape juice, and yeah, I can totally see what you're saying. Yeah, it kind of has that that Welch's grape juice smell to it a little bit. It, yeah, it's there, but then it's followed up by booze. Oh, yeah. Like, absolutely. it smells like grape juice okay. with booze in it. So, as the resident member of the tribe, you guys aren't probably as familiar with Manischewitz as I am. No, I like. I know that that is a wine. This is what it smells. This is what Manischewitz smells like. Really, grape juice. Wow. It smells like grape juice and booze. It's yeah. gross, but it tastes like. I was at a high school party once where in in Dix Hills, and you know, oh, okay. well, yeah, and uh, they, um, you know, the, the kids' parents apparently had some, and he, he had it open, and I don't, I didn't, I didn't have any, so I can, I couldn't say, but that was that's my only experience with Manischewitz was like illicitly drinking it <laughs> at a, uh, a Jewish gentleman's underage uh, high school party. There you go. I was gonna say usually, usually that's the uh, bar mitzvah esther party, right? Like, <laughs> anyway, we're getting crunk on Manischewitz. Yeah. <laughs> somebody Mom puke, doesn't know. Somebody pukes in the sewer outside the temple. <laughs> so you're gonna argue with me as to whether or not this is black opaque? <laughs> I don't not normally the one that argues with you about Ooh. it. The last time you were, well, yes. was, you guys were arguing whether or not it could be no. Black this or is this but, is a hundred percent black opaque. Yeah, it is. Uh, you can't see through it. I could. I this in particular. I remember what you're talking about now. The last one, I could see light through it. This one, this is like devoid of any possible light. So the the smell on it, like it, I really does conjure up that idea of grape juice or boozy grape juice. It's practically still too. Yeah, so it uh, you know it's it's very uh, heavy on the palate. Yes, there there is no there's almost no carbonation. To I it. saw you trying to like chase some aroma out of it with the coaster on top of the glass before. Yeah, it really not, it really wasn't doing anything. There, there's no gas in there to uh, arouse. Yeah, yeah, the there yeah there was relatively no head when we poured it, and um, the uh, the mouth feels what you'd expect from an oatmeal stop, maybe a little bit thinner because of the higher you know that kind of alcohol that was. A, Pulled from the barrel, probably. Right. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's tasty. I, oatmeal stouts are very near and dear to my heart, as our longtime listeners will know. And um, I don't know. To me, it kind of it turned an oatmeal stout into a Russian imperial stout, basically. I don't get yeah. a lot of the oatmeal creaminess anymore, but you know, it tastes great. It's just not, you know, what I mean. Like if you're expecting something different, yeah, no, different a, from it. To you know. me, there's a little bit of the the texture that's still still there. Um, for the oatmeal stout kind of feel to it. I'm wondering what kind of barrel they used. Um, if it was a, do we know if it was a spirit barrel or if it was just a, just actually just a wood barrel? No, I'm sure there was a spirit. Yeah, barrel. I'm assuming it was whiskey. Yeah. Um, or maybe bourbon. One of the, yeah, I would say definitely one of the two, especially with the, the alcohol um, notes. 
And it's also got some sherry qualities to it. I mean, bourbon yeah, would be well, my that, guess. And that's, that's why I'm kind it of actually wondering. actually does not say on the bottle. That's actually why I'm wondering, because it doesn't taste as much as you get a booziness to it, but it doesn't taste as strong as a lot of the other ones that I've had. So that's why I'm wondering if it is really just that it chilled in w- with wood and just imparted the wood flavor. Because uh, I, yeah, think, I, think when you, I think when you, when you t- I don't know if you guys got it, but I got a little, a pretty solid vanilla note in there yeah there it definitely Which does have the sh- oak of me yes it yeah. could be that or it could be bourbon it's hard to say right yeah. exactly maybe it's a second you know maybe it's a second use or you know maybe it's a been used a few times so that it's not quite so intense but i really enjoy it the the other reason why i think there it was uh there was a spirit in there previously is because at the i have like a, a sharp lingering sensation on my palate after I swallow, yeah, that I generally associate with liquor. Yeah, me too. No, I I get that. I I do, and I kind of, and that's why. Um, I just don't. I just don't know which type it is. So I'm a little. I'm trying to like pick out which one it would be. Um, if it would be a bourbon, I think it's probably more of a bourbon than a whiskey than a straight whiskey. Yeah, uh, it's more than likely. But as far as. Um, it's not so overpowering as some of the other ones that we've had, so I find this one particularly enjoyable. The my only qualm is when it comes to our, you know, our fantastic rating system, is this isn't the type of beer to drink in, you know, in by bottles and kegs and all the other things like that. You know, the the fancy tulip glass that we have here is this is this is how you're supposed to drink this beer and enjoy the small sample of it and you know and in a more moderate position i believe we're just missing the smoking jacket yeah yeah you know um <laughs> and some uh high back wing chairs yeah and also the, the fireplace to smash our glass into right. when there's when there's just a hint left to set it on fire yeah i don't think there's enough alcohol the alcohol is strong but at 9.6 percent, i believe it is on yeah. this one 9.4 it's not quite enough to really get that good burst of flame that you want like you get from yeah you know, like sherry or or uh you know scotch i did check the book face and uh the book face says they, they just refer to it as barrel aged they okay yeah. get into specifics. so they're not telling us anything yeah i would i would be shocked if it was a, a plain barrel though it's that's so much less common um but it does it does have a very um a good quality of vanilla note to it yeah i mean i mean we already had beer waffles for breakfast but that would be good and some waffles definitely would yeah. be and it's just it's just a really i i like this one this one's for a, a brewery that I usually think of as more hop forward and making more IP more forms of IPAs and yeah, just 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 they're not not usually one that go to the darker side of beers. I'm really happy with how well this one came out from them. Yeah, their dark beers are very seasonal. Yeah, yeah, they have the they have the starboard oatmeal in the winter, and then I'm glad they put some in a bourbon barrel, something a little bit different. Um, uh, for me personally, I'd rather have the uh, the regular one. This is very good. I would definitely drink this. Yeah. I'm never going to well, yeah, turn it they, down. Just between the two, I, I want the regular one. In the you know in the in the cold season, they have the Starbird, and then they have the the cold North Wind. Well, also. yeah, yes, right. which we had that one on on in episode 29. Yes, we yes. did. Um, which which is really uh, I just remember the artwork from the cold North Wind when it's got the boat like all wrapped in pur- <laughs> and purple and stuff and looks like the Lich King is sailing to attack your lands. Yeah, it was yeah it was very very World of Warcraft esque. Um, so 
are we still going to use our normal rating system for this one? Yes, I okay. think that we can. Then for a normal rating system, I am going to go with a bomber on this one. That if I really wanted to, I, I could go through this bottle over the course of a long night. And, yeah, it's the end it, of the week. Yeah, and uh, being that to end, if I had this bottle last night, I could have opened up this bottle and been unconscious because oh, I would have too. gone through it. Because yesterday I had a very long tournament where I was out for about 14 hours or so, and it's the end of a very long season, where this would have been a nice beer to come back to, and it would have put me unconscious even faster than I was. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I had I finished up a bottle, not finished, I started and finished a bottle of the um, uh, Velvet Hammer from uh, um, Blind Bat. Okay. Yeah, same kind of thing. Like, a special occasion bomber. So what are you thinking? Uh, I would be bomber. I would also be a bomber. I drink that whole bottle. It was. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I don't want anybody to think that I didn't enjoy it because I was saying that I liked the the standard oatmeal stout better. Um, it was fantastic. I would definitely uh, go back to that for a, a you know a, a barrel aged uh, kick. Yeah, I'm gonna go pint on it just because uh, with how still it is, it it's just a little too heavy on my palate. If there were a little more carbonation on there and make it a little more lively, then I. would be bomber with you guys but without that i'm sticking out the point yeah it's it that is an interesting thought um do you think that would uh, it's a little sweet too i mean obviously with the uh the alcohol notes in there it's going to be sweet um do you think that the carbonation would help with that at all uh yeah it certainly could because the you know the yeah get that little acid back from yeah the, you from get the, the little carbonic acid bite from the uh the you know the dissolved CO two in there, so that could definitely help balance it out a little bit. Yeah, um, I'm gonna apologize ahead of time for all the um, all the scraping and sliding of everything on our fancy new table, but I know uh, I I think the extra carbonation there might be an interesting addition to it. It might balance it out a little bit and might just make it just a little bit lively, um, lighter to the palate that you'd enjoy it a little, little more. Yeah, I don't know if it's gonna push it far enough for me to change the my rating but i definitely think it could be enjoyable speaking of lighter on the palate <laughs> yeah so now we're moving on to the lexington lexington golden sour ale which is uh 11.8 percent alcohol holy shit really yeah <laughs> yeah these, these... that's why we didn't do these the uh, last recording session because we were God. already three in and we were like we're gonna go to a nine eleven and a, another ten plus well the nine point eight is the last okay. well, either fucking either way oh my god i didn't i had no idea i especially didn't know this one was gonna be a, a, like almost 12 that's great it's insane yeah, yeah it's so awesome. this, this is named after uh, a passenger steamship that sunk off the north shore in uh 1840 yep okay so Justin, do you know where the wreckage is for the Lexington? Um, I am fairly certain at some point I did. I think we tried to fish for blackfish on it. Okay. Um, I don't know if we were successful or not, but I do know when I was working on the fishing boat, um, when we were going blackfishing, you basically, especially in the on the North Shore in, in the Sound, you find wrecks. Yeah. There was one in particular called the Celtic that had uh, it was a crushed Volkswagen, from what I understand. In fact, we ripped up a steering wheel once. <laughs> um, but uh, we would try to find maps of wrecks and everything. I do remember coming across that. I don't remember if we drove over it. Maybe it was uh, gone. The 70s from yeah. when they were yeah. like, oh, let's help the environment by dumping all of this yeah. waste into the ocean. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Artificial it, reefs and all. It definitely helped my pocket, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know any history behind it or anything. I just It's a name that I recognize from, right. a, from a map. <laughs> 
So let's take a whiff of the the color on it is a kind of like a dark apple juice. Yeah, yeah, it's very uh, very apple juicy in appearance. Yeah. Same, same this sort of is smell also too. Kind of light on the carbonation. Yeah, it was probably um, why it was a little bit more of a struggle to get the the cork out of here. Right, there was it wasn't uh, any pressure really behind it trying to push it out. Yeah, it wasn't like the uh, the, the um. You know the the, yeah, any, the, the Belgian, James. St. James Belgian Belgian beers, which were you know they were one, wonderfully carbonated, but the the, Where cap, the, the yeah. cork started climbing out after as soon as the cage was off of it. Yeah, right. Don't look at it. It was going to take yeah. your eye out. Don't point it at anyone's face. Um, it, and the color is definitely apple juicy, and the smell is sweet. Um, similar to apple juice, not like apple, but in, it's a little a little on the sweet side. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of sugars in there. It it's sweet, but I also get um. I, I pick up acid as well in the aroma. Yeah, and um, um, that was uh, the you know it's faded a little bit now that it's been in my class a little bit longer. But that was the you know the first thing that I got on the aroma. Yeah, I agree, and also the, a little bit of uh, like a hint of caramel too. Interesting, really interesting. Oh man, yeah, that is interesting. There's uh, it's. It's pretty balanced. The it's the acidity isn't very strong, and it's balancing out the sweetness that's there. But I get like a little bit of a metallic flavor on the back end. Hmm. I didn't get metallic, but it, I'm just interested in. Sorry, I stopped my thought mid yeah. mid thought there because it's really interesting. I don't get a lot of sour. I'm looking for more sour to it. I, mean, I guess I'm expecting more sour, and it kind of has. Um, I don't. I'm. It kind of has a little bit of the the pop, like a sour apple, but not enough like a Granny Smith, like a really puckery, but just like just a little bit of tartness that comes with. Yeah, some the, apples. It, yeah. There's a little bit, but it's it's not. No, like, but that's the only sour that I'm picking up. I kind of wish I would get. Oh no, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you on that. Yeah, that's, yeah, no, I, I'm I, saying I agree with that's you. That's the sensation that I'm getting from it. Um, I want to say it's a breadiness to it a little bit, but I don't think that's the right word. Um, no, I, I yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe, it, maybe I, it's, I, I could get breadiness, like you know, yeah, very light. Yeah. I'm assuming there's very little hops in this, so that you right. know, you don't have bitterness, and the acidity level is just enough to keep it from being cloying right on the yeah. sweetness but it could definitely use a little bit more I yeah agree. up front up front for me i get a little i get a, a good acid and then i kind of expect it to ramp up from there and it doesn't it actually goes the other way it kind of flattens out i say flattens not in a bad way but it kind of um reduces itself to a sweetness which isn't isn't bad because the next sip cleans it it's kind of like the reverse of what you normally get instead of you know instead of starting sweet and getting acid like to cleanse the palate I'm getting the reverse acid up front, and then a little bit of flat sweetness that hint, that sticks around a little bit. Yeah, but I, I, I have the same I'm, thing. I think all of us are trying to put our finger on something, and I I think we quite. I'm can't, getting quite like do a, a tannic or, uh, yeah, no, I definitely get a, a metallic aftertaste that's well, lingering it's in my mouth. It's a sour golden ale with Brett Brew. Does anybody B R U X? Does anybody know what that is? That's Brett Brooks. Brett Brooks. Yeah, I'm trying. Short to for Bruxellensis. Okay. Oh, so it definitely is Brett. So we'll look at the big brains on Brad over there. No, or Brett he, is it maybe? I think he was saying I said bread. bread. Oh, yeah, bread. Like, like oh, oh, like, I thought you said Brett. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. I have no idea what that. I'm not that good. Oh. Um, no, I um, I just don't. 
I said a little bit of breadiness, kind of like a like a white bread. Gotcha. Kind of. Okay. I heard um, I heard Brett, and then I was like, oh yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, no, I'm not good enough to identify like Brett or, or some of the other ones too much. I I kind of know them. I just they always get confused in my head because I'm not that smart. It's interesting. It kind of I keep getting this reminder of kind of like a a weak attempt at a cider as I drink mm. it. Yeah. Like that's just the impression. Yeah. I'm not it, it like if you tried to pass this off as an as a cider, it would be a bad cider. It is a good beer, but it would be a bad cider. But I keep getting this like No, that's apple That's exactly what this going. reminds me of is like when I was like 5, right? Yeah. And my mother would buy the cans of apple juice concentrate that yeah. she would then, you know, re you know, dilute out with some tap water yeah that's what this tastes like to me i get yeah. that little bit of like metallic aftertaste yeah in from the mouth. sitting in the can a yeah. little too long right yeah, yeah. that I, it's I exactly get, what i taste in this i kind of get that um for me this is one's just gonna be a pint um i just it's confusing me to the point where i'm not exactly enjoying it it's reminding me a little too much of apple juice and that's not really what i want in a beer and so I'm going to kind of take a pass on this one. I'm with you. It's a pint for me, too. Again, I, I get that metallic sort of aftertaste lingering on my palate, and I I wouldn't want more than one glass. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. It's going to be a pint. I don't, I don't, I definitely don't hate it. Um, it's just not, um, not my, uh, my thing. It, uh, um, as it sat a little bit, the, I think I got a little bit more sourness. Huh? Maybe towards the end of the episode, I'll I'll try a little bit more and see if it uh, evolves at all. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna stick to it. Stick to a pint. It was, it's always interesting when we taste something that it definitely is different, though. It's not a, a um, sour I've had before. I don't think there's necessarily any flaws with it. I, I just think that it's it's odd. There you go. Ooh, look at this. All right. I couldn't judge the difference <laughs> from where it was. I'm like pouring it away. I'm like I'm just gonna pour this away towards your computer. I got no vision on it. <laughs> That's all right. That was my job at that point. I was you were pitching. I was catching. It's my job to line everything up. Hey, there's jokes there. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's jokes. jokes there. I might, I might have set that one up. Um, well, uh, what uh, what what do you what are you trying to open there? The fa- last one here is the tarantula. Yeah, you want to try and based on that the quirk? USS tarantula sunk on October 28, 1918, 22 miles south of Jones Beach Inlet. The ship had collided with the SS Fariza. F-R-I-S-I-A. Well, that's a problem. It's wreckage is a popular dive site still today. Brewed and bottled in Port Jefferson. And this is a sour stout. Let me see if... Ooh, I didn't know it was a sour stout. Yeah, that's awesome. But I've been keeping my hands in my pockets, and they're a little sweaty. So a little clammy is... over there? Yeah, a little bit. A little <laughs> so bit. your hands are in your pockets, and they're clammy. Yeah, oh boy. And this is not quite working for me here. All, All right, right, here All we right, go. lady hands. Let's let's go. Go. <laughs> yeah, lady hands. Let's go, lady hands. Make this out there. Can the Viking do it? Yes, I can. Well, use your teeth, bitch. No, it's coming. Okay. Just holding away from my computer on the off chance. That it explodes. Yeah, exactly. There I was you go. a little off mic there, holding away from my computer. This also did not pop, so oh, eh, a little little carbony there, a little carbonation. Okay. Not a lot. I think that was just bubbles from you pouring in the glass. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> I'm realizing that now. There, there was no pop when you took that cork out. Ooh. We should probably say that like these have been in my beer fridge since we bought them. Yeah, these have been very. Yeah, these have been well stored. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, another nice, really dark beer. Black opaque. Yep. 
it's got kind of that um that purpleiness around the edge you know that you get that's kind of nice looking yeah that yeah exactly that is uh is nice I like this the aroma on this. Yeah, the aroma actually is to me is not as strong, but is very similar to the uh, the starboard that was barrel aged. Yes, yeah, it remi- it does remind me very close to that. See, I get a lot more sourness on the on the aroma on this. It's funny, I don't I don't get much at all oh, yeah. on the aroma, and um, it is it's still like <laughs> I'm sure there's carbonation here because there's a little bit of lacing on the glass, but it, I- uh, it's basically still. Can I pause for a second? Of course. Because um, on the side of the Lexington bottle has some intru- information on the Lexington. Okay. I read that. Did you read this? This passenger ship? Yes. Yes. You said the whole dates and everything? I didn't read the 1840s. exact dates. 1840s. No, oh. I said 1840. Okay. But it was going from headed from Stonington, Connecticut to Manhattan. Ooh. Just throwing that out there. It's <laughs> all right. Um uh, the fl- flavor wise this one also is not as as sour as I would I would I wanted it to be in my in my head it still tastes very good it's just not um tart of darkness sour you know your sour stout in my mind immediately goes to that iconic uh oh, that beer so good. yeah but at the same token I also know that you know Port Jeff is trying to you know they have a you know population that they sell to and you know that type of beer like a tart of darkness that's a fairly niche <laughs> item yeah. so stocking that might not necessarily be the uh, the best monetary decision um you get a lot of that uh that prune and you know mm. and plum, raisin, yeah, plum, plum raisin prune snow stone fruit flavors in this one you guys agree yeah it's tasty I, again though i would just like oh, some bubbles yeah i want more carbonation for sure um, i don't know if like i have i you know what i have i don't know if the intent yeah. You know, if the intent was them to be this still, or maybe like they tried to bottle condition them and the yeast just didn't do it for them. Well, we didn't really get down to the bottom of either of these uh, with the pour, so maybe we'll pour them out a little bit more afterwards and see if we got some sludge down there, like they were trying to activate some yeast. No, I mean with the fact that these were corked, I can almost guarantee that they're bottle conditioned. Right, but uh, I know that. Sorry, the Vikings are attacking. <laughs> We're under siege. <laughs> <laughs> I know that uh, you know it can be from per- first-hand experience wife. and from you know all the podcasts I listen to. I know that bottle conditioning sour beers is a bit of a challenge because the uh, the lower pH makes it harder for the yeast to ferment. Right. So, like, you know, you have to go through. Like generally, a good idea is to add fresh yeast, and then uh, a trick that I learned from listening to the Sour Hour is uh, add fresh yeast in at bottling, but do like a small starter with that yeast, and for the liquid that you use to make that starter, split it 50-50 between water and the finished beer, so that the yeast gets it a little bit of a taste of that lower pH environment, so that when you throw it into, you know, this finished sour beer that has a pH of, you know, three. It doesn't get, like, shocked and be <laughs> right. like, oh, my exactly. God, what's going on here, Exactly. Man? That way it's a little bit more prepared and will chew through those priming sugars to give you carbonation in the bottle. That's interesting because the first thing I thought about in particular with the one that we, we, we found had Brett in it was kind of what we dealt with with the Burning Beauregard. Um, how much do you prime it? You know, because the Brett's oh, gonna gonna eat right, everything, yeah. so maybe maybe they undershot it, or 
uh, if it wasn't if this wasn't on purpose. Or the other thing that came to mind was they're both high ABV. So I know that bottle conditioning yeah, high I mean, ABV it, is tough too. It could be twofold there, where you know it's partly due to the lower pH and partly it's you know the alcohol quantity because again that the the higher alcohol concentration is also you know unfriendly for the yeast especially rocking almost 12 with the uh the lexington yeah yeah, yeah so it, it's probably a combination of the both it's a good point yeah um i'm kind of enjoying the uh the slickness of this the um kind of like uh i know i said i want more bubbles than i do but the uh the mouthfeel is interesting it's you know you can if you tip it down you can almost see like an oil slick on top of the uh yeah, no, it's beverage. very it's very viscous. Yeah, there's there's a slipperiness to the whole thing. It, um, I want it to be more sour though. That's the min- yeah, my, my to, number one note. I want it to be tartar. It doesn't have to be much tartar. It just for me is a sour like I'm going to say aficionado. But you know, I've had a lot of sour beers. Yeah. It just isn't sour enough for me to even necessarily be like this is a sour. Yeah, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't go out of the way and say like, oh, this is sour. To me, this would almost be. You could pass this off as just a regular beer that just happens to have a little bit of bite to it. Um, yeah, I, I want more sour in here as well. Um, I think it's this. I, I mean, if this is their first run at doing sour stuff, I think it's a good start. But I kind of want stuff that's a little bit more intense on those on those sour notes on between both of them, and um, some carbonation, please. I agree with you. <laughs> um, for me, this one, I think I'm going to stick with a pint as well here, that this is what I want to go. Um, I'll have my one pint of this. Um, maybe as a little change of pace, but not something I'm going to keep coming back to over and over. Yeah, I'm going to go with a pint also. It um, It's a good beer. I, I don't I don't dislike it. I'm, I'm happy that I have a bottle of it at home. That's one of the interesting things. That, that, you know, Maybe we'll crack one of them open tonight and... Uh, See if those are more carbonated. I mean, maybe it will vary. I doubt it. You know, they're probably pretty on point, but um, it'll be uh, interesting to try another bottle of it. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, we can give it a shot for sure, but I just don't have high hopes that, like, somehow I managed to get two flat bottles of two different beers. <laughs> no, especially but, not from a place like Port Jeff. I'm they're gonna. I'm gonna assume it was on purpose, and that's that. You know, it's not bad. Just you know, I wish it were a little different. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm going to agree with you guys on the pine as well. Um, you know, this one, uh, you know, it doesn't have the sort of metallic aftertaste that the, the Lexington has, and uh, I enjoy it more than the, the barrel-aged starboard, but, you know, still it's just, uh, it's too flaccid <laughs> <laughs> for me to really dig it too much. Mark wants an erect, robust sour for us. <laughs> Especially when they're sour. Yeah. Yeah. He wants a full-on sour. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, here's a terrible segue. Speaking of uh, breweries that are east of us, um, why don't we talk a little bit about the Pinewood Derby? Just a little update on uh, how we did. And, yes, uh, did, uh, did the Red Wedge version 7 or 8 come out yet? It was, it was 2.1. Okay. Yeah. 2.1. Got it. And... Uh, I probably should have left it alone. Yeah, I would say that. I would say that because uh, I think yeah. I lost time. Yes. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Now was it due to track conditions? Was there a headwind? <laughs> what happened? You know. Well, they so they had it inside uh, the back of the brewery, okay. like past all the tanks. Gotcha. But you know, so like Long Island, if you have ever been in the back, they've got the rows of tanks, 
then they've got about i don't know 30 feet and then they've got their cold room mm-hmm. so it was in in that 30 feet in between the tanks and the cold room gotcha is where they had the track set up and everything all right so it's a little congested but not too bad yeah oh, it, was, it was good was, there was Plenty less people there than yeah. they i mean and the ramp down hit, the ramp. there was less people in the back but the front was mobbed yeah oh my god yeah it was a busy night um so how did the Red Wedge 2.1 fare? I finished fourth overall. And out, of third, out of third by six thousandths of a second. Yeah. And the 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 version two finished in third, right? Or second? Second. Second. Okay. Now, do you remember the times from when you were with the... I want to say they were uh, in like the 2.4 range. Yeah, okay. that's what I thought. In, uh... for, two, for 2.0 was 2.4? Yeah. Like two, and this four, one was five. Running I want to say two, this was like two six. I want to say yeah, yeah. That's your low was like two. You had one that was two four nine or something in that range, and the other ones were like two six three, two six six. Yeah. So what I, I replaced the rear axles. I had straight axles in it back okay. in July, and I put bent ones in because the idea is supposed to be that it keeps the wheels away from the body of the car so they don't rub against it. Okay. And uh, I must have had the alignment off or something because the car was doing a lot of like wobbling back you know mm. like jostling back and forth on the track instead right. of just riding the rail like it's supposed to uh-huh. and that's where it was losing the time uh, yeah which in, honestly as fast as it was going with that happening is that that's been my car's problems like the whole time they, yeah. every year they do they end up wobbling this year it didn't this was the fastest car i've made it was uh, how two, did you run just... two seven fives um okay. i finished second in every every heat that i was in right um and I uh, missed the finals by like one point. Okay. Yeah, they did a point system this year. Because um, the computer shit the bed. Yeah, they did the best they could. I mean, I can't imagine you know you're you're there doing a race and all of a sudden you can't time the race like that sucks. But it's you know that happens. Yeah. And um, you know they, that was a, a good backup. I probably would have just shit my pants and like ran home and just been like, I can keep everything. I gotta go. The computer doesn't work. Yeah. I don't so know what to do. the fact that they were they were able to come together and figure out what to do and, and still keep the event going was good. Right. I mean. The the good news is is that uh, Shay was not there, so she did not win. However, the guy that did take first place definitely bought his car. Yeah, if I had to bet money, the car was purchased because I'm I'm ninety nine percent sure yeah, I that no I doubt. found. It. I'm ninety nine percent sure that while searching for like Pinewood Derby stuff on the internet, I saw that car in a catalog. <laughs> oh, no. So he's either amazing, and which in which case my hat he's is off to you if, if, like, if I'm wrong. Tip the cap. Oh, tip yes. If you were to look at this car, yeah. Unless this guy has like a fifteen thousand dollar like CNC machine, <laughs> there is absolutely no way the, the that pa- he made it. Himself. The paint paint job was impeccable. Wow. The the paint job was like like a, a fucking piano finish. <laughs> and, <laughs> that was uh, a perfect way of putting it. It was, and the uh, um, precision of the the shape and contours of right. every you know every part of the car you know unless he had a ridiculous cnc machine he bought it gotcha gotcha and it's even more of a bummer because mark makes to the finals and then um we find out that first place gets tickets to the The great beer expo in in philadelphia which as everyone knows is my favorite place on earth yes so i looked at mark and i'm like mark we're going to philadelphia like you're gonna win he's like no i'm not and i knew he wouldn't win either but i wanted to like put that out there in the universe just in case oprah was right and the secret was real um (laughs) so i you know i just wanted to make sure that we could maybe do it but everyone everyone knew that car was going to win everyone i mean it was it wasn't that it was that much significantly faster i mean it ran two six twos so if your car had ran 
the if, same thing it ran my, before. It would have smoked didn't it. Wobble as much. It it would have probably would have toasted it. Yeah. Honestly, uh, like you can if uh, you go back and look. Uh, Wizard was taking pictures because that's, that's what, what he Wizard does. does. Right. Like and uh, some of the pictures that he took are like of the cars while they're still on the ramp portion. Right. And you can see that like my car is like at half a car length ahead of all the other cars in the race. Uh, We've lost everything on the bottom portion yeah, from the rattle. From the yeah. from from the wobble oh, back and forth. Man. So th- apparently the next one's gonna get run in uh in August. Okay. And uh Mark may be away for it, but I'm saying right now that we're gonna have a beer tastic car there. Okay. You know, we're gonna actually we'll enter that into the outlaw class because I wish I could remember your name, but I was hammered. And I even saw you. I saw you three times in like a week, two weeks. <laughs> we're, we're, uh, Goliath's owner, the giant Great Dane. Oh, uh, yeah. What's his name? I forget. Yeah. He works at, works at Long Island behind the bar and really nice guy. He All he wanted to do was Pat. win. Yeah, all, yes. All he wanted to do was win the Outlaw class. And he did. And he didn't even know he was going to win tickets to the Great Beer Expo because I saw uh, him the next day. I left my card there by accident. So I went back the next day. And he was behind the bar, and I'm like, oh, my God, dude, you won. And he was like, yeah, I didn't even know I was going to win that. <laughs> he was just pumped to win it. He was so excited to win it. And um, so I think we'll enter the Beer-Tastic car into the Outlaw class. He made his 10 ounces this year. Right. I'm going to try to make the next one like two full pounds. Like we're just gonna, <laughs> I'm just going to literally make, put a bowling ball on the side no, of the track. No, the, the, like the only restriction on the Outlaw class is, well, there's two restrictions. No explosives. 10 ounces. Oh, that's the highest. And it has to fit on the track. Okay, so <laughs> all right, so <laughs> we will beat we'll beat the max ten ounces, and we'll put some ridiculous logo on it. And right. um, I guarantee you, the red wedge makes another appearance, even if Mark isn't there, there because I will then say that it's my car and that Mark died. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, I ha- have already have like I'll say a thirty percent built test track that will go <laughs> go up. <laughs> <laughs> that you're building a test track is just the best part. I'm sorry. Hey, this is so upsetting to me that I can't do better at this. Like, <laughs> it really is. I mean, 275 is not bad. I, 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 I love I mean, that you're upset about that you I, can't I do up- better at something that's designed to entertain, like, yeah, pre-adolescent but, boys. But you see, <laughs> like, that's, as a grown adult. <laughs> that's the beauty of it, though, is that, like, okay, we get to test drive the cars, and yet, it's also still going to be hours of entertainment for our children. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. Oh, yeah, exactly. Jake wanted to play with my car, and I was like, no, that's Daddy's precision precision instrument. <laughs> um, the uh, Dorothy's uh, running around with a red wedge, <laughs> bashing people in the face with yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's Mark's tackle here. No, no. <laughs> I did give her the red wedge, uh, you know, the 1.0, because that was a piece of shit. Oh, that car was horrific. <laughs> um, I... So, yes, I would like to, to do better. My favorite part about the whole thing is that it is something that is meant to be fun and entertaining, but as per usual, I cannot make anything fun and entertaining. I have to take everything and turn it into a mission. Yes. And Andrew from LIBME has known me for only a short period of time. And has just and figured, discovered this? Yeah, he figured this out. He's like, you're just not fun, are you? Like, no, <laughs> yeah. it's not, not particularly. I missed that. <laughs> that was, that was the conversation we were having when I was like, I can't believe my car's not doing better. And you could tell I was actually irritated by it. Like, it was affecting the time. <laughs> that I was having there. I, I was a little upset at my car as well. Yeah, well, that's... Like, the after the first race, when yeah. I saw the time, I'm like, I'm not winning. That's the shit thing about the... The only shitty thing about the event is this, the first time your car goes on the track, yeah. it is not magically going to get much faster. Like, you yeah. might have a weird run where, like, you had the 2-4 run. Yeah. 
but you're not going to go from like 3 0 to yeah. 2 4. It's just, no. it's literally physically impossible. Right. So when my car went down and it was 275, I was like, hmm. Oh, well, me. I don't think I'm going to get a tenth of a second faster. Like a tenth of a second doesn't sound like a lot, but no, it's, it's a lot. And that was frustrating. The, I was frustrated at your car too because I saw the same thing. Every time it went, I was like, Mark's got this in the bag. And then all of a sudden, he won a lot of races, but yeah, it got so I, much closer. I, I won every heat that I was in, but it just wasn't fast enough to win in the finals. Right. So it's a it's a super fun event. I'm glad they do it. Um, and in case you didn't know, there's act. I mean, of course, there's plenty of other people like me. There, I looked up times on the internet for like people yeah. who do this. Like there are adults that do this like every weekend. Of course. Yeah, we're we're dog shit. Everyone is dog shit compared to these people. <laughs> I mean, what, are they, what are they running? Some twos? No, no, not that fast. They're running like two threes and two twos. Wow. Their cars are. You watch a video of them going down the track, and you'd swear to God it was on rails. Like you, like that's yeah. a different track. It's insane. Their weight placement is perfect. They have little machines that that balance like the weight balance and getting it in the perfect position. It's crazy. They have sliding weight systems that you can use in like their version of the outlaw class. It's bananas. But I also looked up what what regular Cub Scout kids do. Oh man, we fucked them up. Like we roasted <laughs> oh, yeah, them. I know. Your average Cub Scout kids like two eight, like two eight five. They're dog shit. So we're we're golden there. Well, that's because you're not using quarters as your weight system. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> when you when you're hot gluing quarters to it, that's when you know you're doing it right. Or the uh, you know the the uh, you know it's not quite perforated, but like the. The, the lead snap, weights, yeah, the snap off that are designed where you just snap it off and yeah. like stick it into the back. Yeah, yeah my, my favorite was always was just just like you see the you see you see the dad weighing it in and then like going and then like okay, it's not ready. To, it's not at the Cub Scout event. Okay, we're gonna weigh it. Oh, there's a little time off. Okay, let me bring it over. Pulls out his little scale and it's like and it's like gl- and the handful of change goes out on the counter next to him and he's like hot gluing a penny and a nickel using and, ma- masking tape to like. Yeah. Oh yeah, fixed. like all right, and let me slide it down. And <laughs> Meanwhile, cl- closer to the front or closer. And then there's the other one, like the other dad that's like, I put so much effort into this. My boy, better enjoy yeah, it. Yeah. And the kid's just sitting in the corner picking his nose, you know. <laughs> I think that, you know, on the flip side, you have Mark and I that show up with, like, a, a, a drill with a force in our bed in it in case we're a little bit over. Yeah. And then what what, what what kind of putty did we have? What was the putty it's made tungsten. of? tungsten. Yeah, tungsten putty. It's, it's, actually, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, it's it's like plumber's putty in, with tungsten embedded in it. <laughs> we got some serious fucking problems. Y'all got issues. You really do. So, anyway. I'm just competitive. Apparently, well, yeah. I, yeah. I will win one day. I, I smashed my car last year. Yes. I mean, I was a little drunk. Too yeah. it didn't help. I didn't get super hammered, and I yeah, that was this whole story. We're not going to get into. I wasn't right. super hammered at this thing, which was great. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, you have anything else? No. Um, I uh, I'm excited to just have uh, poor Jeff release more of these cool uh, cool bottles, especially in the little mini Belgians. Agreed. Um, yeah, just uh, you know, if I can put in a Pardon suggestion, me. use the uh, capable. Belgian bottles. Yes, that would be nice if we could. If I, I, I would love to reuse those and put some. You know what? That would be the perfect size container to put your holiday sizer in. It's the right. It's a, it's a container that won't cause people to die. The three seventy five. Yeah, that's the right I feel size. Like that's too small. No, I feel like that's perfect. You could, then you could have six before you fall out of a chair. Yeah, but like the intent is is like <laughs> here's a bottle. Share it with your so. Oh, okay. Yeah, you you use way too many emoticons now that you're the social media master. Emoticons, and uh, I see still say emoticons instead of emojis. I can't I can't say the word. Did you, did your head explode the other day when I, when I said I am H O? Yes, I did. <laughs> I, it's it's you kill me with the with the acronyms and the emojis. But I don't uh, even know what H O is. 
I M H O. In my honest opinion, oh, yeah. I thought you said I thought you said I am like yeah. Not, I didn't realize I didn't even put it together. No, okay, I'm gonna go hide in the corner now. Mark, Mark's just a hoe. <laughs> All right, thank you, Port Jeff. All right, thanks to Port Jeff. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com, on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash beertasticvoyage, and Twitter and Instagram at beertasticshow, or send them a good old-fashioned email at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and cheers for local beers.